Hello, everybody, and welcome back to a new episode of the Architecture Show podcast. My name is Chris, and of course, I'm going to be your host for today. So today, I wanted to do a fun little episode on 15 essential items that I believe you need for architecture school. So this is a list of 15 things that I believe that you not only absolutely need, but these are 15 things that I recommend. Now, some of these things you may not need or you may not think you need or you may not use, but they're also very good to have on you. Most of these items, personally, I have, but they are also, you know, some of these items cost a little bit of money. So, you know, it depends on what your situation is and what what you prefer. But these are 15 things that I think you will need for school. So I'm going to just dive right in. Um, Number one and an obvious one is a laptop. Everything we do is on our laptops. So um, I recommend getting a really good laptop that not only renders very well, but has a lot of space, has a lot of memory. Uh, You know, they won't crash on you. Of course, things happen and... You know, it might crash on you or it might take long to render. It might take long for drawings. But I believe that if you have a good laptop that could last a long time, definitely invest in a good laptop. Uh, My laptop has been doing pretty well for the last two years. So I'm not complaining yet. But I did want to get one, like a newer one in the future, just to have, uh, you know, more space because I'm running out of room, honestly. And I have been transferring stuff to like a USB, but of course, you know, it would be nice to have more space. Number two on this list is a sketchbook. Listen, I didn't think I'd be sketching that much. I'm going to be completely honest with you, but I sketch all the time. So I have two sketchbooks with me right now. One I bring to school. Actually, I have like three technically because I have a small one where when I'm like randomly going in, uh, into school in the city. I'll draw like a little quick sketch of something that I see. Uh, That's not all the time. That's only sometimes when I'm feeling a little creative. But yeah, I have one that I think is an 11 by 17. I don't know the size, maybe a little smaller. And then I have a normal size one that's like eight and a half by 11. And then I have a lot, uh, a much smaller one that I think is like five by seven or something like that. Yeah, so uh, me personally, I love like books, like like sketchbooks, uh, notebooks. I collect them a lot. Planners, um, I'm weird like that. Um, But definitely recommend getting invested into sketchbooks. Um, You'll be sketching a lot more than you would think. I'm doing a lot more sketching this semester for some reason, which I didn't do too much last year. And one of my classes in my first years when I was up in community college was a sketching class. So obviously that whole class was sketching. NYIT is more of like a a technical school. I think that's the term for when we are doing things digitally. But from what I've been doing, uh, at least when I first got to NYIT, uh, we went right into digital. So I'm sketching a little more this semester, so that's a little exciting. But uh, yeah, Uh, number three on the list, which is following uh, sketchbooks, are pencils, pens, and erasers. So having, uh, you know, pencils, obviously a necessity. Uh, pens you need to write with, and then erasers. Uh, they all coincide within each other, obviously. 
and I don't know if you're some of you are more artistic than myself, but there is like an essential uh, I forget what it's called, but they have like a, a set on Amazon where it's a few different pencils and it's for pretty cheap actually. It's for last time I checked, which was a while ago, it was um I want to say like 16 bucks, but it gives you like all those types of pencils where it's like uh two HB and then let me see if I can pull it up. But basically it's like a whole set that gives you like a bunch of different pencils at a bunch of different weights. I don't know what the what, how you how you would call that. I'm going to try to pull it up right now on Amazon. I recommend getting that if you're more into artsy stuff and you like to draw. Because it gives different line weights and different sort of... Just different weights. Okay, here it is. Sketching pencil set. So it has things like... I got this, I believe, like two years ago. It helps with like line weights too. But it's like uh, 4B, you know, uh, B, 2B, 3B, 4B, 5B, etc. And then it goes the opposite way with like 2H, HB. And then, yeah, it moves to B. Uh, that's definitely a good set because it is pretty cheap. So I, I recommend getting that. Let me tell you the price right now. Right now, it's $15. So that's a pretty solid price for what you're getting. But again, it's up to your current situation and it's up to you. And then, of course, you need pens to write with and then erasers to, <laughs> to erase. I know that sounds silly, but uh, moving on. Uh, number four, headphones. Yes, I definitely one thousand hundred percent a million percent recommend you get headphones because you're going to be in the studio a lot and sometimes you don't want to be bothered you don't feel like talking to people and you just want to listen to some music you know pass the time maybe listen to my podcast just kidding wanted to plug myself in actually i'm not kidding you should listen to my pod when you are uh in studio but yeah definitely invest in some headphones i have some friends that have the overhead headphones me personally i use the airpods but definitely recommend in a good a, a good set of headphones one that'll last you a long time and one that is noise canceling because you know you want to be working in the studio and maybe some classes are being held and you don't want to be bothered and all that added up it's like you know i really just want to be by myself right now so definitely recommend getting headphones and, you know, you can kind of tune out the world. You can kind of focus, and it helps you focus. Me, personally, I always wear headphones when I'm doing work in the studio because I don't want to be bothered. Um, even with if I'm with, like, my group of friends, we all still wear our headphones. Like, we'll lower our music if we wanted to talk or, like, tap each other on the shoulder or whatever it might be. But we all use it. You definitely recommend using it. And go invest in a pair. Um, number five, an X-Acto knife. So... I just recently bought X-Acto knives uh, last semester. Uh, again, didn't know I'd be needing it, but... Oops, one second. Sorry, I was just readjusting my microphone. I definitely recommend getting them because they will be something that you will be using when you make physical models. This is something that I didn't know, but it does come in very clutch when you're making those small little tiny cuts that you have to do for physical modeling. It is a very, very sharp knife, so you do have to be careful. But it also doesn't cut thick, thick pieces of material. So it works better with like chipboard. Not so much cardboard. Like it will work with cardboard. You might have to dig in a little deeper. 
But for example, at least at MYIT, we use foam models. I don't know if other people do. Foam models, it works. I mean, I'm sorry, not foam models. Chip Chipboard, it works best with. But it helps you get those tiny incisions. So I definitely recommend getting them. Following that is number six, which is ties into with the X-Acto knives, is a retractable cutter. So it's like a box cutter almost. Um, I got mine in Home Depot. It works very well with the foam. These, the retractable cutters cut bigger items. So, you know, they cut cardboard very well, and they also cut through uh, foam. Again, it depends on your preference, but personally, that's what I believe you guys should invest in, um, at least for cutting purposes. Um, number seven, following both five and six of exacto knives and retractable cutting, I mean, I'm sorry, retractable cutters, is a cutting mat. So a cutting mat, and I usually have them all over the studio, so you might not have to invest in them, but if you're somebody that enjoys working at home, maybe you should. That's another thing that you can get off Amazon. And no, this is not promoted by Amazon. I wish it was. But Amazon uh, has cutting mats specifically for, like, architecture. It's not, they don't call it, like, an architecture cutting mat. But they have the ones that are, the exact ones that are in the studio. I think the size in studio, though, were 24 by 36, so they're pretty big. But if you go on Google, you can probably get, I'm going to pull it up right now. You can get a 12 by 18 inch it's called a healing sewing mat but it is like the mat the cutting mat that we use uh in studio it's the exact one um again you could probably get a bigger size if you wanted the 24 by 36 because the 12 by 18 is not huge i mean it is it is obviously big but if you wanted a bigger one just obviously go on amazon look up cutting mats and whatever size you want so I just pulled one up, 24 by 36, large self-healing PVC cutting mat. It is $37.88. So, you know, depends on your budget, depends on what size you want, of course. Um, the bigger the size, the more expensive. I don't have to explain that to you. Um, I haven't got one, but I definitely should have because, <clears throat> excuse me, because um, last semester I was doing a lot of physical modeling at home and I have a wood floor. So there are some cut marks like on the floor of my apartment, which it's not smart to do on the, on the floor of your apartment. So definitely invest in a cutting mat if you can. Number eight, uh, tracing paper. So again, this is one of those items that I didn't think I would need. But if you're somebody that sketches, if you're somebody that enjoys drawing, it actually comes in very clutch. I know a lot of the upperclassmen use it, as far as I know. I've seen um, my friend Sid use it, and I think my other friend Bree, who was actually on my last episode, uses tracing paper. They are both fifth-year students, but I don't know if they're still using it. Um, but that's something that I'm actually using this semester too, which I didn't think I'd be using. Um, I haven't bought any. My professor has provided me with some, but yeah, definitely in, in, invest in tracing paper because it definitely helps you when you're trying to show a concept and, you know, you want to do a, uh, a quick sketch over an original sketch. 
it's entirely really up to you. This whole list is up to you, obviously, but tracing paper does come in clutch. So, and it also saves you some time too, right? Like if you want to do a whole, a whole thing where you're doing a sketch and you kind of just want to mark it up a little bit and sort of draw over it, but not draw on the original paper, right? And then it also helps your professor too. If you, if you, uh, you know, you give them a tracing paper, uh, they just put it on top of your drawing and then draw what they think you should do or their idea or whatever it may be. Again... I'm going to keep saying this, but uh, tracing paper you could probably buy on Amazon or any artsy store. So like uh, a Michael's or in New York City we have Blick or like a Hobby Lobby. Just anything like that. Definitely invest. They have on on Amazon right now, they have 100 sheets of tracing paper 8.5 by 11 for $7. So that's a pretty solid investment if you ask me. 100 sheets of paper, that should last you a very long time. Pretty much just try to get most of your stuff on Amazon. At least I do. So, oh, here's another one too. Uh, sketching and tracing paper roll. Uh, 12 inches by 50 yards. Uh, that's a lot. If that's something that you would want, like, a lot of, you can... I guess you can get that. Yeah, that shouldn't be a problem. Again, everything that I'm saying on this list is entirely up to you and your budget. So, be aware of that. Number 9 on this list is a t-square uh ruler architectural scale architectural scale so those are these are three things that also coincide within each other uh pretty much a t-square is uh it's basically a, a ruler that is used in pretty much when you're drawing so it w what it basically does it helps you line up like horizontally drawings like if you're drawing sketches whatever so a T-squared is used for establishing like a horizontal reference on a drafting board. Um, it doesn't have to be a drafting board. Obviously, you can put it on a flat desk if you have one. Pretty much, yeah, it's it's used as a guide for drawing horizontally on, on a paper. But it also keeps the paper still, too. So it does come in clutch. We have it all over the studio at NYIT. So definitely, definitely, if you can, invest in one of those. Or just use them around the studio. And then, of course, a ruler. You're definitely going to need a ruler. If you're drawing, you want to draw orthogonal lines. You want to keep it all nice and symmetrical, looking great. Definitely invest in a ruler. I legitimately have three rulers. Two of them are 12, and then one of them is 18. And at some point, I'm probably going to buy a bigger ruler just to have. So keep that in mind. And also, an architectural scale. Architectural scales come in so clutch, okay? They come in so clutch. I When I went to the grassroots conference over the summer, we have brought this up on the pod before. One of the things that the firms gave us uh, was an architectural scale, and it was like a pen. I, w I don't know where I put it, which is really bad because I really hope I didn't lose it. It's used for like structures and buildings. They're used to measure interiors and exterior dimensions such as rooms, walls, doors, windows, and fire protection system details. So they have scales on it. Um, like one-fourth of an inch equals a foot or one-eighth of an inch equals a foot, etc. If you look at an architectural scale, they're pretty easy to read as long as you know how to read them. Yeah, they do come in clutch. Um, I didn't know about this actually until 
last year. I knew they existed. I've just never used one. I've also never seen one until my professor showed us. But they do come in clutch. So, again, definitely invest in one of those to save you all some time. I'm going to go on Amazon right now and then look at that as well. So, architectural scale for a 12-inch architectural scale ruler. That's what it's called. Is $12. This one is $9.99. This other one is $9.99. This one is a two-pack. Ooh. <laughs> a two-pack that is $6.89. But it only has three and a half stars. So maybe it's not as good. I don't know. But, yeah. So it seems like it's around the price range of, you know, $8 to $13. So that's pretty solid. I mean, it's not expensive. But, of course, it's really up to you. Number 10 on this list is tape. So this one came as a shock to me, but I mean tape in all sort of the sense. Tape can be used if you're maybe you're sketching and you want to hold down the piece of paper. You could tape all four corners of your paper. You also need tape to hang things up if you chose to hang things up. And then tape or other things too if you want to tape your model. I remember fall 2021, I taped a little bit. Uh, I made sure it was like invisible tape, so like nobody saw. But it does come in clutch when you need it. So, excuse me, try to invest in tape if you can. Um, scotch tape usually works fine depending on what you're doing. Try to invest in some tape. Following that is number 11, push pins. So, again, if you're somebody that pins up, maybe your school does and <clears throat> they like to sketch. I've been pinning up this semester recently too. I haven't really done it much last year or the year before. So it entirely is based around your studio. But definitely recommend getting some pins. I have seen studios from different schools on Instagram. A lot of them do pin up. So, you know, maybe see if you can invest in pins. Push pins are, I assume, very cheap. Let me just go back on Amazon for you guys. I'm just going to keep this open at this point. Um, <laughs> yeah, so push pins, I promise you, out of everything that I have been talking about on this list, if you're some, uh, if you're somebody that pins up and I want to say 85, 90% of you will, these are definitely an essential item to have because when it comes time for the crit and you're pinning and you're plotting and you're doing whatever, push pins will come in clutch because they always get lost or they might run out. Sometimes your professor might not uh, bring any, or maybe they'll forget, or maybe they won't have enough, though they'll just have enough for a few people. But definitely, definitely recommend investing in pushpins. I have two packs of, I don't remember if they're 100 or 300, but I have two packs of them, personally. So I definitely recommend bringing them. So Amazon sells a 600-count clear thumbtack steel point and clear plastic head push pins for $7.99. That is definitely an investment worthwhile. Or they also have a 100 pack of push pins for $2.89. And then they also have a 200 pack for $5.63. I think it's worth getting the 600 pack rather than paying basically $3 for a 100 pack. You could pay $8 for a 600 pack. It's more worth more of the investment. So definitely, definitely recommend picking up pushpins at a local Staples or Amazon. 
I wish this was sponsored by Amazon because everything I'm talking about, <laughs> you can buy off Amazon. Moving on, uh, number 12, Copic Markers. So for those who don't know, Copic Markers are like those watercolored markers. Again, they work very, very well if you're somebody that sketches a lot and you're one of those people that not only sketch, but you sketch really good and you want to add color to your site or to your drawings. I have seen some beautiful drawings with watercolor in it. And again, went right on Amazon. Uh, there is a set of 72 classic color alcohol-based dual-tip art markers with a black travel case that is $29.99. From the looks of it, it has all the essential colors. It has two sides to it, which I didn't know was a thing, where there's a square barrel and a normal size, like a normal size pen. So imagine a pen, how it has like a fine point or a fine tip. One side has that. And the other side has what's called a chisel tip, which is a square barrel. It's pretty cool. I mean, I'm about to buy this myself, but yeah. If you're somebody that sketches, I definitely recommend picking these up. Uh, moving on, number 13 on this list is measuring tape. So this is something you might need if you are... Um, making physical models that are, a little, that are a little longer than a ruler. It all depends on what you're doing in your studio, but measuring tape does come in clutch when pretty much doing anything. Like, even if you're somebody that is into more into construction or maybe you're out somewhere or you need to measure like a piece of wood or something, some people have models that are, uh, I'm sorry, that use wood. So, you know, if you're somebody that uses wood, and you have you have something that's longer than like a ruler, so like 12 inches, then you should definitely uh, invest in some measuring tape. Again, I'm gonna use Amazon for this because that's what I've been doing this whole time. But if you go on Amazon and you look up literally like measuring tape, if you just look up measuring tape, there's one on here for $10 and it's 25 feet long. Um, this one is 16 feet, it's 10.43. I don't know why that's that's less than the one that's 25 feet. I don't understand that, but it is what it is. Yeah, and then obviously if you're somebody that does site visits, like it comes in very clutch. I remember my last internship, I was doing a lot of measurements. Um, that was over the summer. And I literally walked around with tape, even if I didn't need it, the entire internship. So definitely, yeah, definitely, definitely pick that up. Uh, number 14 on this list is a camera. Now, I'm not talking about like a professional grade $3,000, $4,000 camera. But I'm speaking mainly about like an iPhone camera or anything you could take pictures with. Because um, you will be taking pictures. Uh, whether you think you won't or you think... I don't know what you think. <laughs> but definitely invest in the cameras because when it comes time to like building your portfolio you can take pictures of your physical model. Um, obviously, you can't bring your model out with you. So taking pictures and having that sort of recording of, you know, just past models that you have had is a very good thing to put on your portfolio, um, sorry, portfolio, especially if it's like a clean model. Uh, firms love seeing that. I know some firms actually hire people just to build models. They usually put them on their team as 
literally like your your job title is model builder so it is definitely something that you should do also you can record or take pictures of like your crits you know I have a friend who each semester she takes pictures of like her studio work when she was doing pinups and she would pose next to them so it is something cool something to look at after you have done it so obviously iPhone cameras look good so you don't need to invest in a three four five thousand dollar camera but again it's all within your budget uh, moving on to the last item on this list number 15 in Amazon Prime account I know that sounds silly but it does come in clutch in the end because Amazon Prime there's things let's say you have class Monday Thursday for studio and on Monday your professor tells you you need sketch paper and then you need pins because we're pinning up on Thursday and whatever else you might have and you know you go to Michaels or you go to Blick and you see that a piece of paper or some foam is let's say $20 but you look on Amazon and it's $9, $6, $13 it's a lot cheaper and if you're a student you actually get your first six months free for an Amazon Prime account and it comes quicker and it's totally worth it because you can get next day shipping you get things for a little cheaper uh, you get notifications for deals for when there are deals going on on holidays and it's something that just works out also it's for the first six months so after the six months if you really wanted to you could just uh, deactivate it and then just have a regular Amazon account but again this is one of those things that are up to you and up to your budget so those are the 15 essential items I believe that are the top 15 things that you definitely should get again everything is up to you your budget your studio what you guys do for your studio things like that it's entirely up to you but these are 15 things I think you should at least look into investing into because you will use these things at some point whether it's in your studio maybe it's a personal project of yours maybe you just want to have it just to have it yeah it's really up to you and your budget but these are 15 things that I think you should get so I think I'm going to end the podcast right there uh, if you like what you hear or if there's a topic you want to hear me talk about if you want to be a guest if you're an architecture student or if there's a professor or designer you want me to interview find me on Instagram at shagan.arc that's S-H-A-G-A-N dot A-R-C-H and tune in every Monday for a new episode if you listen all the way through thank you and have a good day